Hello and welcome back to the Strategic Magic Podcast, or if this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Blue, and I am a business astrologer for online business owners, helping you to use astrology to plan, grow, and scale your business to success. So today's episode, we are going to be talking all about how you can find business success in your birth chart. And I am really excited about this because there's a lot of new people in this space, a lot of folks who are learning about business astrology for the first time, and maybe feeling really overwhelmed with just how much information there is because astrology is a subject that has been around for a very long time and so there's a lot of history a lot of information and it can be really overwhelming for people to dive into but my role as a business astrologer and strategist is to help you to not feel that i'm gonna make astrology so much easier for you to not only understand but actually use in your business and to integrate within your business strategy. So if you're interested in learning all about how you can find business success in your chart, then keep listening. So when I work with clients, of course, there's so much nuance that comes with each individual chart because no two birth charts are the same. Even if somebody is a twin or, you know, is born the same time as someone else, there's so many different aspects that help make your chart unique because you are a unique individual. But there are some similarities and certain patterns that I like to focus on. And as a business astrologer, when I work with my clients privately, there are a few places that I really like to start with in order to lay that foundation down and get a really grounding sense of how we can best start to use a chart. So I'm going to break down in very simple terms the four placements that I really like to zero in with my clients on when we start working together with business astrology. And side note, if this is something that you're interested in having me do for you, this is exactly what goes down inside of my one-on-one program, Private Astrologer. And what's really exciting about this program is that it's a done-for-you astrology and business strategy program all in one. So not only do I take your chart and I do all the hard work of interpreting what all the placements means, all the signs, all of that, I do that for you. But I also add in the nuances of looking at the transit. So how each month, what's going on in the stars, how they're affecting your unique chart And I give you a literal blueprint each month of how you can use that information in your business so that you can launch offers, you can plan different strategies, and just ultimately have a super simplified plan for business success. And along with that, inside of the program, we also do business strategy. So we have one-on-one sessions where we answer different questions about how to use your birth chart in different aspects of your strategy. So if you're interested in that, the information on how to apply and book a sales call with me will be found in the show notes. But let's get back to the episode. All right. So the very first placement that I like to focus on when it comes to finding business success in the birth chart is the ascendant. So the ascendant or 
better known as the rising sign. It's arguably the most important placement of the entire chart because it sets the tone. So the ascendant is found in the first house. There are 12 houses in an astrology chart in a birth chart. So when you have one particular sign that's in the first house, that means that all of the other 11 signs now fall in a specific order, depending on which sign is in that first house. So it is really important to know what sign your ascendant is in, because this helps to give you an idea on how the rest of the chart will flow and what signs are ruling the 11 other houses. Some astrologers argue that the Ascendant is also like the most identifiable sign because the first house rules over your appearance. And so often you can assign different characteristics to different rising signs. So for example, I'm a Leo rising in tropical astrology. So what this means is that appearance wise, you can identify this definitely through the hair. I was actually just talking with somebody about this who recently found out that she was also Leo rising. And I was just commenting of like, yeah, I could totally tell because you have really striking hair. And one thing that I notice across the board is that whether you don't have a ton of hair like me, I have a very short buzz cut going on currently, or you have a lot of hair. Often Leo risings just have like really striking hairstyles. They're known for having really cool, really interesting hairstyles. And then also on the face, you can tell that somebody is a Leo rising because Leo is ruled by the sun. So there will often be this like lit from within kind of glow to them. Just using that as an example, the ascendant can influence how a person appears. Also, like it can dictate the like the vibes that you kind of give off as we relax into your personality. So within business, the ascendant sets the tone for your visibility. And this is how I often incorporate working with the ascendant within client work. So what I mean by this is your visibility is often how you come off to the world. It's the vibes that you're setting throughout the energy that you weave into everything that you do. So the energy behind the content that you create, the offers, the specific ways and the details of how you market and just like your way of doing business, this can be influenced by the ascendant. And this is also the first impression that you give off with your personal brand. So within my client work, right, if let's say a client is maybe struggling with figuring out their visibility plan, how to integrate the challenge of marketing and getting their name out there, getting their business in front of their ideal clients while still feeling like it is a part of them and it feels authentic to how they naturally express themselves, then we'll do some work around the ascendant, working with the sign that it rules, whatever planets are going on in the chart as well, because this can also influence how the ascendant sign is expressed. All of this can help us to narrow in on what kind of visibility strategy we can incorporate so that visibility work feels good for you so that marketing feels a lot easier to do and establishing your authority within your niche also feels really authentic and congruent to who you actually are. So that is the first placement that I really like to start working with. Now, the second placement that 
we can look to to gauge business success in the birth chart is one of my personal favorites and it is the midheaven. So I have talked about the midheaven in previous episodes and there will definitely be way more of that. But the midheaven placement is the highest point in your chart. So if you look at the birth chart as a bird's eye view, right? You can see where the midheaven is by looking for the MC sign in your chart. And it's often found at the very top, the apex of your chart. Often people will have this in the 10th house, but it can actually be anywhere from the 7th to the 12th house. Most commonly, it's going to be in the 9th, 10th, or 11th houses. But often people associate your career with your midheaven and this is actually a misconception because even though the midheaven does influence your career there are also other houses that work together to kind of showcase what your career looks like overall so the midheaven alone it rules more so over your legacy energy So again, while it doesn't define your career by itself, just by this one placement, the Midheaven does highlight what it is that you bring into a niche and the connection that your audience will have to your public persona and reputation. The Midheaven is really important for business owners to tap into because in comparison to the Ascendant, the Midheaven is more so about how other people are receiving your energy. Whereas the Ascendant is all about you. The first house is all about, it's the only house really that is all about you. (laughs) Whereas the Midheaven is about that public perception, that persona, the reputation and the legacy that you will leave once you exit a space. So in business, we can use the Midheaven as a compass behind what it is that you're building overall with your business and by zeroing in on your unique flavor of leadership. So by combining the sign, the energy of your ascendant, as well as your midheaven, we can have a really important and interesting combination for your personal branding. But the midheaven can also be a way to express your particular form of leadership within your offers, within your content, within the way that you are standing out within your niche. So this is especially important if For example, we're working together and something that you are currently struggling with in your business is establishing your expertise, right? We can lean into the midheaven to find not only different ways to brand your business and your personal brand, but also finding ways to establish you as the authority and not just a option for your audience to work with, but the option. Do you see the difference there? All right, so let's get into the third place to find business success within the birth chart. And I'm kind of cheating here because this is actually three places, but they're all underneath one umbrella. And I refer to them as the wealth houses. So like I mentioned with the midheaven, there are three places, three houses specifically that rule over your career and that you can look to to get a better idea of what your career and what business 
can kind of look like for you. So I refer to these as the wealth houses because as a business owner, these are some of the most important houses that you can tap into in order to really create the details of your business. So the wealth houses are your second house, your sixth house, and your 10th house. And like I mentioned previously as well, some people will have their midheaven fall in the 10th house. That's completely okay. Before the purpose of this and the purpose of the work that I do as a business astrologer, I look at the midheaven and the 10th house as separate placements. So if this were a case that I was just looking at the wealth houses overall, I would consider the fact that the midheaven is in the 10th house. But I would also look at what the 10th house is saying by itself and then also how the midheaven is influencing it. In business, these three houses can bring the most influence on what you can do to create that stability within your business. So the second house rules over your values. It's what you find important. And within business astrology, this is your most monetizable skill set. These are often the themes or the things that are easiest for you to create offers around and can influence how you are providing service to other people. The sixth house dictates over your daily routines. And within business astrology, we can look to this to outline the day-to-day flow of your workday and the process of how you accomplish your goals and just create action on a daily basis within your business. And the 10th house rules over public persona. This is the public perception of your brand, how the outside world is receiving your brand and how they kind of consider your reputation. All right, so the last place that we can look to when we're working together to find business success in the birth chart are your power planets. So this isn't a particular placement, but rather the actual planets and where they fall within your birth chart. The power planets specifically are the planets that rule over the signs of your ascendant and your midheaven. And I like to focus on this because all of the planets have a particular role in our birth chart depending on where they fall, right? For example, the planet that rules over your sun sign is going to have a lot of influence over your energy, over what you are drawn to, what your interests are. And you may find you have more of a personal connection to that than say the planet that rules over your Mars sign. But the power planet specifically, the planets that rule over your ascendant sign and your midheaven sign have a special influence in your chart because they can help us to zero in on exactly what your unique brilliance is and how to best use it. So noting where your power planets are can help give us a whole lot of information as to what exactly your ascendant and your midheaven is saying, what they're trying to communicate with us. And then also it gives us really valuable information on how to best use it. So let's use my chart as an example. So like I said before, I'm a Leo rising. So that means that the power planet of my ascendant is the sun. The sun in my chart falls into the eighth house in the sign of Pisces. All of that gives me really valuable information that I can use to really figure out like 
what am I interested in? What am I good at? Where are maybe some skills that I can monetize if there's a connection to the second house, the sixth house, or the 10th house, right? There's all these possibilities, but just by noting what the ruling planet of my ascendant is in, that gives me a whole lot of valuable information. Another way that we can do this is looking at the power planet of the midheaven. So my midheaven is actually in Taurus in my 10th house. So Taurus and Libra are both ruled by Venus. So I would look at my chart, see where Venus is. And Venus for me falls in the ninth house in Aries. So again, this gives me really valuable information on how I can best express my midheaven energy, how I can bring that into my visibility and my personal branding, and how I can use that to express the unique brilliance that I have as a business astrologer and strategist. And just by working with these four places in your birth chart, we can start to define what your strengths are as a business owner and begin to fill in the gaps of your business strategy. And again, this is the absolute tip of the iceberg of the work that we do inside of Private Astrologer, my one-on-one program where I work with you as your private business astrologer. So if you want to dive even further into using your birth chart to define your unique brilliance and business strategy, I want to invite you to work with me inside of Private Astrologer. So head to the show notes of this episode and book your sales call today. All right, that is absolutely everything I have for you in today's episode. I can't wait to hear from you and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.